Hi everyone, this is Tony here with Dee having a conversation, uh, conversation in episode 5. And today we talk about what's happening in Canberra in relation to sexual assaults and abuses and a whole host of other interesting things. We talk about the revolutions and whether revolutions bring about effective change. And we begin by talking about the weather which is quite fascinating in itself. But somewhere on the line, the next door neighbour brings out some heavy duty equipment and makes a wee bit of noise, so we do apologise for that as well. I can't edit it out, so so be it. But we do hope that you enjoy our conversation over coffee. Tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's the big day. The family arrive, which is fabulous. So mm, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, it's a it's a big week. Lots of family coming, so... Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? That mm. we've got both um, daughter and partner and son and partner and daughter and partner and two children. And son and partner with no children. Yeah, looking forward to it. We're going to have a... We'll have a good time. Yeah, it's going to be busy, though. I hope the weather's going to be around about this. It's quite a mild time, really, so... I did see that we've had a, a relatively wet summer mm. oh have we which well it kind of rings true for me um that we had at least one we had one day in january and one day in february where it just poured with rain it wasn't just a shower it was actually pouring with rain so that was fabulous always a delightful surprise mm. i don't even look for rain this time of year don't kind of expect it, do we? Don't expect it, no. Really? Just, yeah. So we do live in the driest state in the driest continent on Earth. You know that, don't yeah, you? Apparently. Yeah. It doesn't seem. It doesn't. It's not like when I think of that, I think, oh, does that mean we're desolate? Because most of the state is desolate. Yes. You if you, it. yeah, you don't have to go far out to, um, yeah, for dry land, even though. Because of the day in January and the day in February, I've noticed on my walks that it's not as um, barren as it would normally be in summer, that there is a bit of green around. So it does make a difference. Yeah, I haven't seen whether Adelaide Hills, are, Adelaide Hills just look brown anyway this time of year, don't they? It doesn't matter. Usually, yeah. And they start greening up in the next couple of months, I guess. Mm. But been a very pleasant summer. That's all we need to I think to so. Say. I think we've had a few hot days, but really overall it's been fairly mild, so... So that's nice, Adelaide summer. Haven't had one day where I haven't been able to play golf because it's either been too hot or... I think there was a day where it was approaching 40 or something, but we were out there early, so it <coughs> didn't matter too much. Mm. But days like today... Yeah, it's magic. I mean, I, I think autumn is my favourite time of year because it is still warm, but it's got a mellow feel about it, so it's not the harshness, sort of the searing mm. summer. Well, it's good that we've been able to offer this uh, weather report to everybody, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like a, yeah, it's like that conversation you can have with anyone as a, you know, sort of a, an icebreaker, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's our so, icebreaker. Yeah, yeah. So, what have you been doing today? Well, today I am recording lectures from home. Um, so, all of our lectures this year, because of COVID last year where most of us are required to record lectures so I'm doing those I did some of that work yesterday at home yesterday at work preparing for that and at home I'm doing that today 
ready to upload lectures. How's the microphone students? thing working out? That's yeah, I think that's all okay. You tested that? Yeah, I have. I think it's still a bit quiet, but anyway, students can turn their volumes up if it's too quiet. Yes, I agree. The problem is if I have different patches of sound within a lecture and suddenly it goes from being quiet to very loud and the students aren't prepared for that. And they go, whoa, what was that? She's <laughs> yelling at me all of a sudden. <laughs> it makes me laugh to think, of which isn't very nice. So those things I've got to, I've got to rectify. So I, I had a couple of lectures that, yeah, I just needed to change. I'm looking at Marxism, Marxist theory at the moment and the idea that... Yeah, I can hear you going off to sleep, but... <laughs> well, that's exciting. Well, it, it's quite... Yeah, I, fi I do find it rather exciting because um, the, the fact that the revolution happened in Russia was a bit problematic because Marx thought that a, a revolution would happen in one of the wealthy capitalist nations like the United Kingdom or the United States. And it didn't. It happened in Russia and capitalism had barely hit Russia. So it was quite economically backward, according to many people. So therefore, you know, what do you do with that? Do you think that Marx was wrong? And lots of people who liked his ideas didn't want to think that Marx was wrong. And so a 20th century Marxist tend to have a look at how people's minds are manipulated by capitalism and, and certainly gets into thinking about television shows and stuff like that. So... That's actually quite... I find that quite interesting to be thinking about. Yeah, can't get you out of my head. That thing I've been... <coughs> that BBC show I've been watching um, is about just that. Is about just that. So tell me a bit more about that because I haven't seen it yet. Well, it's, it's six parts. It's an hour and a bit. So it's your day wiped out if you care to watch it all at if once. If you watch it all at once. Um, if you binge. And it's time you can't get back. So, um, yeah, I guess that's about... Uh, the influence it's about whether or not um, revolutions have brought about change you know and uh, and how we how we become how we become influenced by so so the they talk about Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs and particularly mm -hmm. self-actualization and how people have driven for this sense of self-actualization but there's always been and Mao's wife was was one of the examples that he brought up Mao uh, Zedong yeah Mao wife um, <coughs> who uh, who became very powerful within the um, movement and eventually was hung by the movement so it was about how even people who strive for self-actualization no matter who they might be um, this, the system that sits outside of them will usually sweep them up, take over control and destroy them. That's kind of the message. So it doesn't matter what the revolution is. So even current revolutions like current right-wing thinking or left-wing thinking or whatever it is that is at the extreme will often be swallowed up by corporations, by power, particularly the power of those people who are just striving for power. And eventually, whatever it is that you wanted to achieve in terms of your own sense of self will be eradicated. So you're saying that a revolution is hopeless? Yes. It doesn't bring about... And did you end up agreeing with the documentary, the conclusions of the documentary? I just... No. I, have, I don't know whether I agree or disagree. I just have taken it on board as accepting that 
as an historical analysis. Mm. And it's just going to be, it's going to be one analysis. There will be other Oh yeah, absolutely. Other ways absolutely. to analyse it. But it was an interesting perspective, I thought. It's interesting you should raise it because I remember when the Black Lives Matter protests were happening in, in the United States um, last year. I think it was last year. Yeah. My time a bit confused these days. Um, last year, and that was happening, I do remember saying to somebody asking me, very concerned about whether those um, protests will actually make change, create change. And I remember thinking, because it, it seems like, you know, racism is ongoing, for example, in Australia, in the UK, in, in America, in, and in quite significant ways in all of those countries. So I got to thinking about it, and a metaphor I came up with was one that's actually used in the feminist movement about having different waves of feminism. So the first wave is where we see the end result of that, in effect, was women getting the vote, and then there was second wave feminism, and second wave feminism, I guess, brought attention to things like domestic violence, um, the, the number of women's education, um, the number of people sitting still in power in in if Australia, if I use extra, um, Australia as an example, and that we've moved on now to th you know different waves of feminism. So, I, if I think about that in terms of um, African Americans, um, then you could say the end of slavery was kind of a first wave, Reconstruction a second wave, uh, the Civil Rights Movement was a significant wave of um, of revolution, of rebellion against the current system. So th does it create change? I always, or I always think that there is change and no change. I think it's an interesting point because I think the you know, even if we looked at the, um, the American um, struggle for independence from the US, from the UK, um, the rebellion against you know, from the north, from the south in America against slavery. And also the same thing happened in the UK, to some extent, around the same time. Um, <coughs> that there were changes, clearly, because we don't have, not in the Western world anyway, we do in other countries, they still have we slavery. We have modern slavery, and we have modern slavery legislation against modern slavery now, so. Yeah, yeah, in this country, mm -hmm. and in West, some Western countries, but not all countries. Mm. Um, and there's still child trafficking and there's yep. still all this other terrible shit that goes on. Um, so... So there is change, but it kind of morphs into new versions of... But I don't know if it's about the revolution thing. that brings about the change. That's it. I, do, I wonder whether it's just about reinventing a sense of humanity and then, you know, more and more people accepting those ideas, you know, e.g. slavery is not a helpful thing. It's capturing people and you know it's seeing people as being different less than all that sort of stuff and i just wonder whether we're seeing whether we as a species are starting to see that differently and as we begin to see that differently on mass things change i don't know whether maybe that's a different sort of revolution maybe that's an evolution maybe it's an evolution an evolution of consciousness yeah perhaps. more than a revolution, than a revolution which is fighting. yeah i don't think it's a revolution because the other interesting thing was in this documentary was that every one of them that they cited um, all had t 
terrible outcomes, either they were hung or they committed suicide, or they were killed by somebody like else. Like the revolutionist. Yeah, like the people um, leading the revolution. Or Malcolm X. Or um, uh, what's the Martin Luther King? Well, they weren't. Uh, would you see those as visionaries or revolutionaries or activists or? Well, they're activists. They're activists. They're activists. But often, and, and Martin Luther King was a pacifist, I think, ultimately. He was, yes. I don't but people think like Malcolm, Malcolm X, X were. He says we can defend ourselves. Yeah. He was prepared to do that. I don't think he was actually violent. But and then there was a Michael X, who was the, the UK version of the Malcolm X, actually. That's why he took on the, the X. Um, and he had, he had a terrible death in the end. Um, Yes, so even the, and some of those people were about revolution, so that is, it wasn't like they, they actually did it, but they be their belief was that if you've, you've got to fight for something, and that in that fight people are going to die. That's the belief. And those people that held those beliefs often had terrible endings. I'm kind of not surprised. So if I think about my sociology lectures, there's this bloke called Harold Garfinkel who was around in the middle of the century doing what he called breaching. You'd have a friend by the name of Simon? Maybe. Simon <laughs> and Garfinkel. No, he's a bit older. Um, and Harold used to get his students to do these breaching experiments because he was interested in how we hold society together. It comes from a view that we make it up. So how do we how do we go about holding it together? And so we'd get students to do what he called breaching experiments. And a classic one was um, students who lived at home with their families, getting them to go home and pretend that they were boarding and not right. and not living with their family of yep. origin. And I remember one student recounted the story of how upset um, her mum got because she asked for permission to take food from the fridge. You know, she'd been hadn't been asking permission to take food food from the fridge since forever, and eventually, mum just got upset about this and said, "You know, what's going on here? You're acting weirdly." Um, the upshot of those experiments is that some people, some people just think it's funny, but some people get very upset and very angry if you do things the way that you're not supposed to do them oh. according to the social rules and I think that's what goes on that people expect things to continue as they've grown up and accept the way that it is and this is the way life should be and if somebody acts outside of those social rules they get upset yeah I, I couldn't agree more with that. And the, the best example I have is when you may remember when I when I started doing a lifeline I started doing counseling right and I rang my sister and I thought I'd just use the counselling techniques with her. And she told me to fucking shut up, to, you know, don't do that, don't use those counselling things on me because my behaviour was different. But it was, a, it was, it was almost, if you'd thought about it, you could have used that language of a breaching experiment. Yeah, 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 it was. It was the same thing. And I know that in the stuff that I teach these days, which is about, you know, confronting conflict, and if you start using different behaviours in order to front that conflict, otherwise you're not walking away, you're stepping into it and you're you know, using different language around it, people will get upset by that in itself because that's about you being different from the way you normally have been. So, so I, yeah, think I think that's on we, a I think massive we, scale. I think that's what then happens on a large scale. Yeah, so that's you're the micro version yeah. of the... 
Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, people get upset and they get really angry about it. It's not everybody. Some people will think it's funny. Some people will accept it. Some people will reflect on it and think that's yeah. makes perfect sense. Other people will get very upset about it. Yeah, yeah. And attack, therefore, the ones that they see as upsetting. Do they attack the though because order. they think it's it's infringing on their version in the smaller sense, on the micro sense, you? So they think it's infringing on on you, or do they? Do they infringe? So, in a wider sense, do they believe that it's infringing upon their version of society? I think so, but you'd have to ask them. But I, it's, that seems to be, you know, that we all grow up with ways that we think society should work, etc., and we're socialised into that through school, family, other institutions. And then somebody comes out of the blue and does something differently, and you go, "Hey, what's going on here now?" As I said, some people are okay with that and some people think, no, that's not the way it should be. And that could be for religious reasons or political reasons or yeah. something else. Yeah. And it's been annoying. They've got our next, next door neighbour doing this thing. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit like me trying to record lectures in the dog star the dog star bark. <laughs> oh, which reminds me, have you heard from the dogs lately? Yeah, I have the ones on the side, the, the small yappy ones, but not that larger dog. I haven't heard from that larger dog for probably a week now. All right. So maybe other neighbours complained. So in the light of what we were just saying, though, the sexual abuse stuff, is that now coming out? I'm seeing it happen in America now in the same way, you know, like um, what's his name, Como in mm -hmm. you know, so you think about what's going on in Canberra at the moment? Yeah, and, I, and we're seeing the same thing happening in in the US in relation to New York State and the governor. Um, you know, so so is it about women more talking more about it? Is it about it just becoming more obvious? Are we as a community confronting it? Is the media confronting it differently than what they have in the past as well? Is that all adding to it? Do you think? Yeah, the f I think that the fact that it is in the media that there are protests, that there's outrage in the community about that um, person's behaviour. There will still be people who don't believe the woman, um, but there's plenty who do, which I think might be a change. It reflects a change, I think, in, in the community. So it feels like there's plenty of women in solidarity with Britton Higgins, other women, and the unnamed woman who's, who's since died. So I see all that as a good thing. I was reflecting on this because at the University of Adelaide, our Vice-Chancellor ended up resigning or got sacked, not sure, but it was over sexual misconduct. And on the one hand, you could see that it's appalling and no change, but you know, I think that the man got sacked um, was a good thing. There, mm. was a, there would have been a time where that behaviour was so acceptable, so utterly normalised that there would have been no challenge to him whatsoever. Yes, now that's interesting. So the circumstances around him getting sat was that he, there wasn't a court case or anything. I think it went to ICAC or somewhere, didn't it? It did go. So there, there, was was an independent, there was an independent inquiry and they could be doing that over in Canberra. Uh, my that point, is what the call is for. My point, exactly. Inquiry. It did go to ICAC, but we don't have a federal ICAC. But we should have one. No, we have uh, federal police though, and there is the parliamentary police system that works within Parliament House. So they mu they must have an inquiry type system or an investigative type system. 
They must do, and they could certainly have an ind independent inquiry, which an investigation, which is what's been called for by many people in the community, including the woman's lawyer. But did he have a... So the guy, the Vice-Chancellor, did he resign after the ICAC decision had come down or before? I can't remember the timing, but it seemed pretty close together. Yeah. <laughs> My, I think maybe he resigned first and then the findings came. It was very, very close, really. He maintained that he hadn't so behaved with, badly. So with regard to this guy, the minister, what do you think sh they should do there? Well, absolutely. That minister should be st should have stood aside himself, quite frankly, and said, "This is what's happened. There should have been, a, you know, a separate investigation." I understand the difficulties around that the police now, New South Wales Police, have cancelled their investigation. So I get all of that sort of, and, and I listened to the lawyer of the woman who died, and he says there's certainly not enough evidence for them to make a criminal case to bring a case to court but you could still have an investigation and certainly you know i just think that man should resign quite frankly yeah it's like that thing i, th I saw where you know someone if someone is murdered does that mean you don't have an inquiry because the person is dead yeah you know, like yeah <laughs> it's all a, it's all a little bit ridiculous some of the things that they've been saying i think you know so badly mishandled um so badly the point is this man committed a crime. The crime is still being, is still has been committed. Yes, that's right. It isn't like he's exonerated from that crime no. because someone has passed away. Well, he's entitled to a presumption of innocence, I suppose, but there still was a crime committed. Yes, so that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that you don't have an inquiry mm. or that you don't charge him. It's like, um, well, it'd be like, be like if. Yeah, I just don't understand the logic. It just loses me. It loses me too. It is all about just them manipulating and using their power to maintain their positions instead of embarrassing themselves and saying it was me. So before we started the session, you were, you were talking in another session, which I just failed to record, why you're so angry. Yeah, well, I think I, f I feel absolutely a, a sense of righteous anger f on behalf of the women who have been sexually assaulted, raped, or whatever, and where those stories have come out. So so there's that. But I was wondering about that level of anger and whether that had sort of um, opened some old wounds. I'd certainly been reflecting on women of my age. You know, you came through and um, there, there wasn't that sort of outrage for women who got raped or... Mm. You know, the misogyny in the community was um, unbelievable. You know, men felt free to make sexist comments about you. But is everybody outraged because it's a politician? Because it's justifiable outrage because they're supposed to be above all this sort of crap? Well, there is or that idea. Oh, yeah, I, d I don't disagree with that. I'm, I was also really angry because some of the conversation ar around it, um, so, like, ridiculous things, like if it was a school that put that person aside while there was an investigation, you know, the person would be suspended. Yep. Schools are not exemplary institutions. Not by far. Not by far. And that's been shown time and time again. And then there was the idiocy of thinking that the private sector does things better. And we've got the casinos laundering money. <laughs> I just think, do they really do things better than the government? So I think some of that is 
So there is expectation that Parliament House will, will do better on the one hand, but on the other hand, people are suggesting that other p people in the community do better, and they don't. But isn't that it? That we're, are we surprised more? Are we more astounded no, by the I'm fact... No, I'm not in the least bit astounded. Like we don't fucking trust politicians anyway. No, I'm <laughs> not astounded. Why would we be surprised? I think I'm just more astounded at the audacity of these men that they let this go on and on in the community without saying, look, we messed up, we, mm. you know, this minister. The audacity is, is, is mind-blowing, really. I mean, why wouldn't they just take responsibility and say this, enough is enough? Yeah. Man needs to stand aside. So what was, what was the uh, trigger for you? The trigger? Yeah, you're saying that it triggered your emotions. Oh, what I think it was the whole situation and stuff around, just reflections on growing up as a woman in Australia in the, from the 1970s. Oh, right. and the lack of, the lack of um, rage, communal rage, about the things that happened to women less, back then. Less so the outrage about what happened to women, and I guess the feminist movement was there. It was probably more fringe, but it was there, and they were certainly outraged. So, but less so about that but than the absolute total acceptance that men's bad behaviour was perfectly fine and normal and okay mm. and should not be called out. Yeah. And that if it is called out, then you're just a stupid, hysterical woman. Yeah. So probably all that sort of stuff, really. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of how accepting it was for men in building sites to whistle and yell and, you know, yeah. scream at, you know, women that were working, walking along the pavement below them. That yeah, and acceptable. if you complain about it, you're the one with the problem, not that's the right, men and their, that's right. and their outrageous behaviour. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there have been some changes. That's no longer acceptable, but there's still the the problem with women. But that's back to my original point. We haven't had to have a revolution, fighting each other and that sort of stuff to get to this point, though, have we? There has become an awakening. Yes, yes, I guess so. Yeah, it wasn't a bloody re a bloody revolution, you mean? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Where we come to these awakenings. So it seems to me that mankind, humankind, pardon me, comes to these re realizations um, in a, um, I'm trying to think of the right word, metamorphosize almost to these realizations ourselves that we do, do tend to change over time. And that, and that could be because these days we have a greater voice, you know, with the internet and Facebook and you might have become familiar with Twitter. <laughs> and, and how that gives, you know, just normal people, average people, whatever. Yeah, so I should tell voice. you about Twitter. There's a guy on Twitter who named the so, this um, mysterious cabinet minister yesterday. And Is it I who we think it was? Is it? Yeah, yeah, oh, right. that was, and named the woman as well so there is this do we know the do we know the woman i don't know do we her. know of the woman at all She's she was named i'm not going to say her name no but i thought this goes how out this goes to hundreds of thousands of people you know that yeah 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 so. no that's that's actually not my point um my point is that somebody dares to yeah do. it's it's yeah. not like other people didn't know the journalists didn't know other politicians it's not like other people wouldn't have known and it's not like the friends they all knew, but yeah. one person has dared to say who it was. Everybody else is speculating. And, and, and it's not like Four Corners would have revealed this some time ago either in their reporting, which would have given us a further clue as to who this person may be. 
Yeah. So it's like Four Corners already did their hatchet job. Yeah, I guess, yeah, 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 as they do so well. Um, so I guess they gave us a hint <laughs> as to who it might be. But they didn't tell us this particular story. No, but they did tell us about the man's general behaviour. If it is that as person, a, absolutely. As, as a as college as student, yeah. as a university student and so on. So we knew, we knew about the behaviour over time. And if it's somebody else, we'll, we'll be very surprised. Yes. Yes, like if it was Scott Morrison. Yes. He's of the right age. So and it's almost obviously like sex. Their pun? He's obviously of the right sex, so. Yeah. Somehow we don't expect that behaviour from Scott Morrison. No, that's interesting. Which isn't is interesting it? in and of itself. This, this Christian happy clapper. I think the Christian bit is just ridiculous. I see such That's stupid things on, on Twitter about Christian values and you go, what exactly are Christian values then? Raping? Pillaging? Taking other people's countries away from their Christian values? Yeah, exactly. I don't get what people mean by that. No, I don't understand it either. I did see, I did see a meme with Jesus on the phone, which is anachronistic anyway. <laughs> giving Scott Morrison a ring and saying, you're not being a good Christian right now. So I, I did think that was quite funny. <laughs> He's certainly not modelled after Jesus, if that's what we mean by Christianity. Yeah, or a sense of humanity. No, yeah, but where Jesus was crucified goes back to your point about people are always cru crucified. Yeah. In one way or another. Yeah. If they are different. And if they challenge power, that's the issue. They challenge power. Yeah. True. Well, thanks for the chat. Thanks. Better go and see whether there's any more news on the Canberra affair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it should be, hopefully.